0: Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly.
1: How's your deck buying freeze going? I have not purchased any decks in three weeks. Yay! I know. I feel like there were a couple times where I like looked at stuff and I was like, do you really need this deck? And I'm like, no, you can do it. You don't need this deck. And then, so I've done really well so far, but I have good. gotten some Kickstarter decks, which I did not include in the freeze because I paid for them before the freeze occurred. So. Which I think is a great idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is such a good way around a deck buying freeze.
0: <laughs> you pay for it and then it comes like two months later, three months later. So yeah. Yeah. And today kind of is turning up to be a Kickstarter themed day. I know. But yeah, I got three Kickstarter decks
1: that I backed months and months ago in the last week. <laughs> I kept saying everyone like it all three of those decks this week. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was like yeah. all the creators decided to send them out at the same time and everyone was getting them at the same time. So, what three decks did you get?
0: So, this, I, it's, I started out the week getting the uh, Le Beaumont Tarot, which we're talking about today. Yay. So excited. Uh, And then the next day I got Earth Bones Tarot, which is also a Kickstarter deck that's really, really, really cool. It's like kind of a sagey green on the front. Every single card is the same color. And then um, the suits are different from the traditional ones slightly. And it's just really cool and like has a lot of plants and bones and stuff. And then I also got the Numinous Tarot, which is this is the second edition. And that got here like two days ago. And I think that there's an Oracle deck that I backed a while ago also in the mail on its way to my house. So this is a Kickstarter full month. Yes, (laughs) yes.
1: Well, I got Le Beaumont yesterday. I don't know how. From Singapore. Singapore? Nope. Hong Kong. I don't know how Hong Kong, it took like 13 days. Twice as long. (laughs) <laughs> At least twice as long. I was like, "What the crap!" And then, so I got that yesterday. Yay! Wait, so actually, it got to England before it got yes. to Korea.
0: Way how before. many actual miles are away from Hong Kong? Are you?
1: I have, I'm about like a two hour flight. Four hundred. Okay. I'm like, like, that's how I do like a two hour flight. So they they always, (laughs) this specific company always puts my packages on the slowest boat possible. That's what I feel. I feel like it's some sort of. Maybe it like goes around the globe (laughs) the opposite direction. Probably. (laughs) It does. Probably does. (laughs) It goes up to Russia, the Arctic Circle, and comes back down the other side. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then oh i also have oracle of oddities that's not a kickstarter but a, that is an indie deck that is yeah, coming on pre-order. it's on the way from black and moon i'm so excited i just needed to get here and then the last one i have is the the panda tarot the Pan- oh, panda. oh yeah way. did that the, it closed t- fi- it, yeah it closed last week i think but oh it, it was just amazing and we have three bonus cards because the kickstarter and i'm just so excited oh, yeah. So. I just could not connect with that, but I'm so excited to see you use it. Yes, well, especially because I see my husband as a panda, and he I just is love such pandas. A panda. And he I can think sleep anywhere, a- anywhere for so much time is ridiculous. I <laughs> I key hate him because, and he's also snacks all the time, so it's just it's he's just a panda. So he's just a panda. He's a panda. So yeah, those are the the three kind of indie decks I have on the way. So yes, my deck freeze uh. is going pretty well. I have a couple more that I'm still waiting for that I'm really, really excited about.
0: Yeah. It's just like such a fun way to support people that you really like and then also get like really awesome decks out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I
1: think like Kickstarter, you're able to get like indie decks that are made more kind of towards your style and taste than what like a big publishing company like yours. For. Yeah. Is I feel to like to publishing to. companies, yeah, do mostly like general as much as they can. And with yeah. indie decks, you can get pretty specific. So cat mermaids i mean come on
0: i know that is so freaking cute too and the death card is a skeleton
1: i know, I know it's so cute it's so, so but cute. i'm still on deck for buying freeze so it's okay i'm, I'm awesome yep. and you only have like two weeks left in it yeah, about two weeks yeah so we'll see so then the goal is to not just like buy everything everything. (laughs) oh no no oh no no that's not happening I'm like limiting myself okay like one kickstarter a month maybe temperance Esther temperance yeah temperance thanks a lot that's not even my card of the year and you're like pushing it on me thanks okay Are you ready for card of the day let's do it okay I sh- i'm gonna shuffle one more time because i did a reading yesterday for one of our patreons and i was like i'm sorry if my so- obsessive shuffling is gonna like affect you so but you gotta li- you gotta <laughs> listen to me count so
0: <laughs> i think that people like it i like it i, I like so. hearing you count because it feels like okay
1: she has a plan here <laughs> <laughs> a plan that i'd never deviate from so okay our card of the day is the seven of swords and this is oh, like, a, didn't we get that last week? A, no, you got the Five of Swords last week. Oh, right, 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 Cause right. Because you did right, a little right. rant about how people like take the Five of Swords too seriously. And yeah, to this I think week is my week. Take Swords too <laughs> seriously too. <laughs> yeah, and so this is my week to to talk about the Seven of Swords and how too many people take it too seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because this is this is one of my like cards. This is one of my personality cards. I see this as like the Loki card, where they're like intelligent and they problem solve but their problem solving is sometimes outside the box and not as ethical oh, as people would that appreciate kind of loki i yeah, thought oh, you, you said like, loki like low no i mean like loki as in thor loki <laughs> okay and like <laughs> mythology loki yes him that guy <laughs> a slytherin loki there we go. this is like a <laughs> slytherin card Because lots of people, like, take the Seven of Swords as, like, someone's manipulating you or lying to you or they're going to, you know, that sort of thing. But I've never taken that as that because, to me, he doesn't look like he's, like, lying to people. Like, on the RWS version, he he just looks like he's picking up swords. And, like, we saw with Druidcraft, like, it's, like, gathering intelligence, gathering information, that sort of thing. That will
0: always be my favorite Seven
1: of Swords. Yeah. It's really good. He's like sitting
0: at a desk, like looking at a scroll almost. It's yeah. just so good.
1: And in the Seven of Swords and the Mermaid Tarot are mermaids that have gone into the water to find swords. So I feel like that kind of
0: Yeah. Um, that kind to at least thing. to me
1: it kind of like that narrative kind of goes with Druid Craft where you're fi- you're having to find some information, find things to get your problem solved. So anyway, that's my rant for the yeah. day. Awesome. So, 7 of Swords. We're Love going to it. creatively think about something today. We
0: can do it. We always yeah. do. Our first question is from our bad Kumori card reader on Instagram, and she says, "I've been feeling empty and sad despite what I've accomplished at work and in my personal life. My shadow work indicates that I'm imprisoning myself. She's saying that she's getting the 8 of Swords a lot. What am I chaining myself with and how can I break free?" I love this question. She phrased it so eloquently. Like I know. Seriously. Like, freaking good job. <laughs> but also, that is so frustrating when you know that there's something that's kind of like blocking that you're yes. not able to break
1: through. And you, and you, you may be like, too I'm close trying. to be able to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so how do you want to do this? Because there's essentially two questions but i feel like they're both very different kind of questions i think we could probably just do
0: like one of us can pull cards for what am i chaining myself with okay and one of us could pull cards for how can she break free because that okay. still ends with an action you know yeah exactly Yep. Yeah. what
1: question would you like to take <laughs> i can do the first one what's she chaining herself with okay yeah that's good i will take <clears throat> i want to break free that.
0: <laughs> I want to break free. <laughs> All right. So what am I chaining myself with? Okay. I caught death, the six of cups and the two of cups. Okay. So that is pretty like clearly about kind of like nostalgia and the life cycle of relationships because of the two of cups and the six of cups. I feel like the, death with the six of cups is like less about that transformation and more about that like ending of something nostalgic and mm-hmm. so I think that like even if you feel like you're mostly over it something like being chained to those things means that it's not fully there and that you're not fully over it quite as much as you think that you are so that's kind of interesting those cards yeah all coming up together because it's like very clear that doesn't leave a lot of ambiguity no
1: yeah exactly Especially two of cups, six of cups together. It's like, ooh,
0: yeah. So <laughs> nostalgia for past relationships, and like, even if you're glad that they're over, even if you're glad that a situation is over, it still could be something that's like sticking in your like craw. Is yeah. that the saying? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and I told Holly a few weeks ago that I had a friendship and. Uh, like, of like eight years ago, this friendship's end. And it wasn't until like I did shadow work for it like a month ago that like yeah. I could finally feel like I broke completely free from that. Yeah. And even though, like, at the moment I can see like five years ago, I could have seen like, oh, this friendship was toxic. Mm-hmm. You can yeah, see that, but at the same time. It's not
0: happening anymore. Exactly.
1: But for some reason, there's still some sort of like supernatural hold on some mm-hmm. areas that's on you. So,
0: well, because you spend a lot of time and a lot of energy on something and then it's not happening anymore, but you're. Like, brain kind of still holds on to some of that residual energy in some ways.
1: Yeah. And for How to Break Free, I got the Empress, the Two of Pentacles, and the Three of Wands. So I... I know. I know. I know. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's... What I'm going to say is because the Two of Pentacles landed in the middle. I think there needs to be a balance between planning and being creative but because the Empress is like super creative and being herself and loving herself because she's kind of become representative me of self-love yeah. in a way. So there's, there's a balance between that and also planning for the future. You can hope and, and desire a future with someone, but there's also this planning that this balance needs to happen within yourself and loving yourself and balancing and checking on that first and yeah. taking care of that before you expect this to happen that I feel like there's a balance that needs to to occur
0: and I'm just so surprised that so much of this stuff is relationship oriented because she says that she feel I mean she is super accomplished at work and in her personal life but this is like you know especially with the two of cups earlier and the what's standing in the way it's like it's personal life stuff that's Mm -hmm. making you feel sad not professional life stuff that's making you feel sad
1: and because I mean you're winning so much in your professional life and with other places in your life you're just doing so well and then it feels like this part of your life is just bringing you down so much so focusing yeah. on yourself and um getting rid of bad scripts about yourself too because i feel like that has a lot to do with self-love where you're a lot of times with our especially eight of swords our brains just constantly throw us negative thoughts toxic thoughts and chatting yeah. those about ourselves and getting that out of the way so we can love ourselves better
0: and i think especially if like if the things that your meanest brain says about you is something that a person that you were like, you know, in a close relationship with also sometimes would say Then it would make sense that that damage would be a little bit deeper, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of not what's showing up at all. It's mostly just the nostalgia, just like what was and what could have been. And like, there's, you, you know that you can't go down that road because it's over. Um, but there's still part of you that's like holding on to some of those thoughts and like, Loops. Yeah. Which is why I like the Three of Wands coming up so much for that because it's more expansive and like looking out everywhere rather than just like. If it had been like the high priestess and the two of swords, that would be like such a different story. It'd be like, you need to be, you know, more internal and thinking about this, blah, 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 blah. But this is like, it seems more like creating a plan to like break out of that rut almost. Yeah.
1: And maybe using that Empress energy and diving into that kind of full, wholeheartedly using that to make a plan to move forward and using that as kind of the catalyst too.
0: Yeah. To get some shit done. I love it. You can do this. Yeah we love you so much and also you're really really cool and I know so you totally amazing.
1: got this i know <laughs> don't like, let mean brain be mean yeah mean brain needs to go away our second question is from shriek seams on instagram i have seen major arcana only decks on kickstarter how do you use that style okay so, I do have a Major Arcana deck. I think I just have one. And it's, Me too. And it's the Hello Kitty, not Hello Kitty, nope, Lisa Frank. There we go. That's oh, the I cartoon like, cat. Oh, you
0: got a Hello Kitty one? Cool. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Lisa Frank one, and a lot you'll see them a lot. And there's, I'm just going to tell you people, because there are other people trying to scam you to buy their deck when it's a Lisa Frank deck, and it's not, it's, don't yeah. do it. Don't buy it from you, them, because it's like $35. It you don't have to buy it from anybody the person who created the lisa frank deck uploaded all the major arcana cards to a website. You can download all of the cards full res onto your computer, upload it to makeplayingcards.com. Yep. Yep. And it has it comes <laughs> with the fronts and the backs so you don't have to worry about anything. And you can get it chipped to your house for like 15 bucks. So don't pay anybody else 35 for this stupid deck. stupid deck. It's, not I, it's a stupid more deck.
0: than 15 bucks when it's something when you're just buying one.
1: One. Yeah. But still, it's like less than thirty dollars. Yes, yeah, it's way less it's maybe like okay, maybe twenty dollars with shipping. So yeah, yeah, don't fall for scam artist. You can do this yourself in like twenty minutes. And it's yeah. an, it's amazing. So
0: yeah, so I have one deck also, one major arcana deck also, and it's the Korean Heritage deck that oh, you yeah, sent me. Oh yeah, I sent you, yeah. But I think you can I've also seen tarot spreads where people separate out the major arcanas to just only use them. Right. And I think that we alluded to this in the Terra de Marseille episode, but there are some traditions, specifically within kind of the Terra de Marseille community, where they mostly use only the majors because the minors correspond with the major so closely that you kind mm-hmm. of like don't need both almost like you can kind of work within the major arcana alone. Right. Right. So you would still just kind of use it like a regular tarot deck. Um, but it just only has those archetypes instead of all of the more nuanced sort of everyday
1: things that are involved with the minor arcana. Yeah. Yeah. I've used the spread before, like, one card is the moon. Moon in Korean is window, so out of my mouth came... Moon. <laughs> <laughs> one card is the window and one card is the door. So kind of like one card is the window that you're looking out towards the future and one card is the oh, door and how to get there. Cool. So that that sort of reading with, has always been kind of impactful because you kind yeah. of know like the big life step next that's com- coming next because I always see the major arcana as like big life changes yeah. and indications. Yeah, they're like
0: more significant
1: events. The other, re- the other way
0: that I've used just only major arcanas is for like yearly, like, theme card. Oh yes. Yeah. Like if I'm doing a draw for each month, like two years ago, I didn't separate out the majors and that was one way to do it. And this year I tried separating out the majors and I really liked that way better. So I think that I'll probably continue to do that. It's just kind of nice to have like sort of bigger themes rather Mm -hmm. than like I mean, your month with the three of swords Swords. was like a scary month to go
1: into. And it ended up being totally accurate. Yeah. But at the same time. It was just like, okay, thanks a lot. You know. So I think it's kind of you can use the major archons. I think with like any spread, it's not like you can't use majors for you know just only in this specific way, but just kind of expect more readings with more of a punch in my opinion. Yeah, where it's like I think more so in your too. face, more um, like this is what you need to do and you need to do it now, sort of freaking. Yeah.
0: Well, and the other thing, the other aspect of this question is Kickstarter, and I think that like with so it, okay, so I have a lot of artists in my family. And my aunt and my mom separately were like, yeah, I think that doing tarot would be, or doing, making a tarot deck would be such a good idea because you have like a theme for all of these cards. Like you have like sort of, this is the motif that I'm supposed to be creating. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, yeah, that sounds really great. But like 78 cards is a freaking lot of cards. Yeah. And I was telling her like, sometimes people just only do the major arcana because then you can focus on 22 instead of 78 and people still buy oh, major yeah. arcana only decks yeah and so I think that that's another reason that people do that because they want the creative outlet but doing 78 individual cards can be really stressful yeah and I actually think that Le Beaumont is a really good example of a deck that kind of does a combination of those two things mm-hmm. because it's a pip style deck and so it's still as thoughtful and like laid out and the Court cards are fantastic, but she also didn't have to do illustrated car or illustrated things for every single minor arcana, which I think makes a big difference. Yeah, I think so. So I feel like that's one of the reasons why people Kickstarter those major arcana decks is because they do have something that they want to share and their art is great, but yeah. for one reason or another, doing all
1: seventy eight cards was just gonna be way too much. And you know, like we've discovered with making our own deck, it's a big commitment to say seventy eight cards and to look at yeah. all seventy eight cards and to kinda of be committed to examining like every fine minutia detail about seventy eight cards. Yeah, when there's totally. twenty two, there's like, Oh, this is totally something I can do. It's only twenty two cards and they're all meaningful and I can get my artistic viewpoint out into the world and not have this big not only time commitment, but like this big energy commitment.
0: Yeah, so totally. Yeah. So i I haven't backed any major Arcana decks only on Kickstarter. But now that I'm thinking about it, I don't see them that often. I've
1: there. I think there are two right now that are on there. Oh, because I noticed there was a black and white sketch deck. I think it was black and oh, white. Oh, cool. Mostly. And then but uh, and like oh and then the librarians won. There was a librarian themed major arcana deck. Wait, I'm sorry. There's a librarian themed yes. tarot deck. Yes.
0: What the- oh there it is, the library
1: tarot. Yeah oh, that and was the, success-
0: the and yeah, it was oh
1: successful it and um it the Wheel of Fortune was really cute because it was like yeah. the wheel of fortune the wheel of misfortune something it was super super cute.
0: The wheel of fortune is called
1: there's the wheel of fortune and then and then the world is called the collection and she's surrounded by books. Yeah. It was a super it was super cute deck but I was on my deck buying freeze at that point so I Yeah. Just,
0: I oh had my that. god, that's so cute. And yeah. the freaking deck was $24. Fuck. Yeah. I really wish I hadn't missed this. Yeah. So, it was super cute. But yeah, oh, well. they, they but I think Sorry. they
1: have a, it's okay. I think they have. A, I'm like, oh no. "Oh no. I missed this one." So, yeah. I think it's I, I think they also have most of the time I see them they have like a shorter run. I guess because there's not a lot of monetary commitment as you would have with a full 78 card deck. Yeah. You're just basically expecting just to get 22 cards plus little bonuses. So, yeah.
0: Oh, one that's currently open now. I don't think this is going to get funded, though, because it only has 13 days to go and they're at
1: 1%. Oh, my goodness. Is all 90s. Oh, that was, yeah, that was one I remember. Yeah. How is that not more popular? I lived through the 90s. I don't want to relive through the 90s again. <laughs> hey, you know that I bought a pair of bib overalls, so I am
0: all about it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Like a week before I turned 32, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start wearing overalls now. But thankfully, <laughs> you did not cut your bangs. So I'm I am still didn't, very happy. Exactly I, exactly. I didn't cut my bangs. Overalls it is. It's fine. It's fine.
1: And you looked cute. So I, I, will, Thank you. I will allow it. I, like, I
0: sent a picture to you and my sister, and I was like, "Tell me
1: if I'm being crazy, but I think this is actually adorable." Yeah, I, I woke up and I was like, "Damn it, it's adorable." I was wrong. Okay, fine. <laughs> like that's literally. Damn so it, I didn't I say anything wrong. in chat at all because I was like, "Nope, not gonna like, not gonna say that I was wrong." But I, right. but he, listeners, you're listening to me now. Say she looks adorable in fucking overall, overall shorts. shorts.
0: The benefit is all the pockets, too. So much room for carrying tarot
1: cards around with you. I was, ex- I was expecting snacks inside the bibs. Like, like you'd have, ter- like, a kid. Well, I had like Cheerios in the big. Cheerios!
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you're a two-year-old. Like, Cheerios oh in the Oh, my God. Bibs. What if it was, like, Cheerios in the front bib, and then, like, random shells and feathers and, like, garbage that I found <laughs> in the side ch- pocket, like an actual child. And then tarot cards like in the back. Handfuls of sand. <laughs> love it <laughs> that's definitely
1: definitely gonna happen at some point i, I, I did keep to...
0: dog treats in there though which was nice for mac mac really
1: liked the access to
0: dog oh treats. yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i would be afraid that my pants would smell like dog treats all the time so
0: yeah i mean that is a concern isn't it
1: <laughs> like do i
0: smell like really processed meat <laughs> exactly the answer is yes yes
1: are you ready for some patreon shout out holly yes let's do yes. it yes.
0: This is still so exciting. Every single time we have anyone uh, support us on Patreon, we text each other like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not person. And also, the decks for you people who are contributing at $15 a month or
1: higher are supposed to be delivered today. Yes. Uh, to we've been home. dealing with all that drama the past week, like paralyzed, paralyzed in everything we do. I mean, this is, like, a huge thing that we've, like, pulled off, and I will be so upset
0: if they get lost somehow in the
1: mail. It took them three days for playing cards to get to you. I know. It took them (laughs) 13 days for just one little small little deck to get to me, so... (laughs)
0: It's in my area. I just told FedEx to hold it at Walgreens, and they didn't, and they tried to deliver it to my house, and then we're like, if you're not here to sign for these, then we'll send them back. I'm like, what are you talking about? You told me that you were holding them at Walgreens. I don't understand. I know. Anyway, okay, so her first shout out is for Tarot Tidbits 78 on Instagram, um, and they're super great. We chat so a lot. So sweet. I know we do talk so a lot. Sweet. I
1: love her. Oh, sweet. Uh, so tarot tidbit 78 your card is the wheel of fortune Ooh. and for yun Qing, your card is the ten of wands Ooh. oh yikes my goodness <laughs> hang in there uh and helen your card is the ace of cups okay Ooh. And the King of Cups, like, popped out of my deck for you, Carrie. So your card of uh, the week is the King of Cups.
0: Yay! <laughs> he just flew out at me. Awesome. So if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash Tarot Podcast. And we really do appreciate it. And the decks are going to start going out to Patreon supporters, like, next month. And oh. I'm so excited for more people to see them. Yeah, Because I have definitely been laying down on the job of posting about them. Because they're <laughs> in my purse. Oh, just I carry, carry them real. around with me.
1: It's <laughs> so cute. Start taking pictures of them like in front of trees, in front of yeah. Mac. Like Mac, your card Mac. is. I should do more tarot readings for my dog. <laughs> I like with Thungy being sick this week, I was like, I need to do a reading for him to see what his problem is.
0: You know so. that I have that uh, deck that's called Dog Tarot. Oh, it's yeah, more that's of an right. It's Oracle yeah. deck. It's yeah. like not 78 cards, but it's kind of aligned with uh, the major arcana. And I've used it before for Mac, and it's
1: adorable. Yeah. there There's a Korean deck that they made specifically to read for your pets. And <laughs> I feel like I need it in my life. But yeah. I have a deck buying free, so I'm just going to chill Someday. right now. Someday.
0: Exactly. I don't even know where my baby dog is. All right. So it is time for our deck of the week. And this week, as we said before, we're doing Le Beau Monde by Jennifer Poole. <gasps> And this deck is a personal favorite of ours because our girl Jenny created it, and we love her. Jenny is a wildling, and we also share a love for romance novels and the podcast Heaving Bosoms, which is actually how we met. Uh, what up, Erin and Melody? I was just about to say
1: that. <laughs> how did you read my brain?
0: In January, She Jen posted in the Wildly Tarot Facebook group about an image that she'd found in this, like, historical fashion magazine, magazine. I'm great at (laughs) (laughs) reading words, um, called Ackerman's Repository. And she posted in the group and said, this will only interest a small subset of you who like both tarot and historical romance, but I kind of want to make a tarot deck using fashion plates and illustration from Ackerman's Repository. Wouldn't she make a great empress with, like, a picture of what ended up being the empress card? That was
1: a mistake, Jenny a mistake yeah
0: you telling really us. signed up for something because the minute she posted that all of us were like yes do it you have to and we peer pressured into her into creating an entire tarot deck yes we did just because we're like you can't stop now no you, you can't you you going. gave us the
1: empress how dare you stop there yeah exactly. we need all 78 cards now
0: exactly <laughs> and so uh she did it yeah <laughs> And she started a Kickstarter in February, and she worked on this, like, nonstop. She was updating us along the way, which was so exciting. It was. It felt like so thrilling to participate in somebody's artistic process in this way. And it fully funded within five days and got shout outs from like some huge, huge romance community people. um, Like there's this romance bookstore in Culver city in LA. That's like really, really known for being awesome. It's called um, the ripped bodice and they bought a whole bunch of them to stock in their store. It's just like super, super cool. Um, and I think that that was really amazing.
1: To and like some amazing, like, so proud. like authors that have never authors. read tarot before in their entire lives. They like were like, yeah. I'm backing this. And I'm like, Oh my gosh,
0: Jenny, yeah. this is so
1: amazing. Yeah. I
0: know. Like you've never read tarot ever, but because it like it, for us, it's a combination of two of our great loves, which is romance and tarot. Yeah. But for people who just love Roma, romance, it's their intro to tarot. Which exactly. Is it's awesome. like, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing. But anyway, so she says about the um, deck on her website, uh, a lady-centric t- Regency tarot deck designed to use fashion plates from Ackerman's Repository, Repository, a Regency periodical from 1809 to 1829. Some in their entirety and some pieced together using multiple images to suit the cards. The suits in Limbo Bontero are candles, parasols, fans, and reticules, all representing the four elements commonly associated with wands, fire, cups, water, swords, air, and pentacles, earth. The court card for each suits represents the four archetypes known and loved in Regency romance novels. The dowager is the king. The dow a dowager like just as a word for those of you who are not super into Regency era romance <laughs> novels. I mean, or if you I mean, I guess they even have it in freaking Downton Abbey. Downton but a dowager really is like yeah. like a widow of somebody with a title. And so they are no longer like the duchess or whatever but they used to be married to a Duke and they still are technically a duchess. They're just not an active duchessness. So they're the dowager. (laughs) Thank you. And then the Duchess, which is the queen. The blue stocking is the knight. And the debutante is the page. Um, And this deck is still available on her website, which is swingandsparrow.com. And also, this isn't sponsored, which I feel like we need to say just because we did participate in some ways in the creation of this. Yeah. Um, But it's really like I think even if we had not... Even if we did not know Jenny, this would still be a deck that we would oh, have, yeah. I would have bought for oh, sure. Oh,
1: yes. Oh, yes. We'll get to <laughs> reasons why later. I have reasons. So, I that's for reasons. later. That's teasing for later. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. So, well, yeah. So, yeah. let's do this. Okay, so our parameters are back to normal because we're not reviewing a book. So, yeah. what are the general impressions and the vibe of this deck?
0: I just think it's so fun. It's really really pretty. It's so cool to see the historical images. Um The colors are really tonally similar, and so it feels really cohesive. Yes. And I just think that it's super, super neat.
1: Oh, yeah. As someone who used to go through, like, old Civil War era, like, books like this, it's, like, so amazing that you can take art in this way and translate it into, like, your hobby, basically. Yeah, like And so for me, it was just so thrilling in that way, was to see, like, these old historical, um, basically – they're not technically, like, artwork because they were made for people to kind of make dress patterns from. But at the yeah. same time, it's, like, to me it is artwork because it's, you know, it's older, it's beautiful, it's kind of showing off the period gowns, and I'm, like, a gown addict. So, yeah, I I really adore this as, like, a historical piece that we can kind of hold totally. in our hand. Yeah. And
0: I also, I mean, the cardstock is lovely. It's, like, uh, fairly standard, but it's really solid. And it comes in a two-piece box, which I always appreciate because... Tuck boxes are just a nightmare. Yes, they are. Also, there are some cards where you're just like, how did she come up with this? Like, it's so cool. I know. It's just so cool. She did such a good job of making it so that it's completely impossible to tell which cards are like Frankenstein images that she cobbled together and which cards are just the actual images
1: that would have appeared. Because I've gotten a few decks like this where. They'll put, like, swords in the picture itself, and the sword definitely does not look like a period sword. They haven't grunged it up at all, and it looks like a sword that's been copied and Just pasted like on the image. Imposed. Yeah, exactly. totally. This is Especially magnificent. Especially in the court yeah.
0: cards, where she's like, we need to make sure that they're holding this specific reticule, because that's what matches the mm-hmm. other um, parts of the minor arcana. It just looks so good. Like, yeah. she just did such a good job of matching it all so that it is just, like, so cohesive. Like and the colors,
1: even though the gowns are different colors, they're all, like, of a similar tone. So it's not, like, one's really, like, bright and one's really demure and, like, yeah pastel or anything. So I love that, too.
0: And even though there's uh, – you can tell that there are several different artists because I think that's just the nature of a repository that ran mm-hmm. for 20 years – They all have similar like sizes almost like what what I mean by that is that it doesn't seem like any of them are like you know all head and the dress is small or whatever it all seems really consistent.
1: Yeah I love it so much. Okay, so what kind of readings have you used this for? I got this yesterday, so I've not used it in anything in particular. So
0: I've just been kind of doing daily readings with it. I've gotten a lot of minor arcanas out of it, though. So I think that it does kind of just want to be like an everyday workhorse thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did it for my week ahead spread. I've just done random card pulls. But I just think that it's like it's something that would be really easy to just kind of use regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, it's giving me a lot of minor arcanas. So I think that that's where it's comfortable in my life.
1: Can I tell you my dream, Holly? Yeah. Since childhood, I have wanted to be a reenactor. Like, dress <laughs> up and go places. You know Jenny
0: was, right?
1: No. How did I not know this? Yeah, Jenny was a reenactor. Did I know actor. this? That's I why she like has, has so, so many bonnets. <laughs> uh Oh, that's where the bonnet came from. I got it. Okay. <laughs> So I've always do, wanted to do reenactments. I even like looked into doing Civil War reenactments and like making my own corset and making. And I even like made my own like Civil War period kind of gown, sort of stuff. Like this was like when I was like a teenager into my young adult age. And <laughs> wow. I yes, it was. I didn't, but because of my extreme introvertism, not extreme, yeah, but my introvertism. You have to be pretty
0: theatrical for that.
1: Well, I it's just hard making that first step. Like whenever you yeah. go to any sort of like event. It's hard to make that first step and be like, "Hi, I'm alone because my family's not going to do this with me." They, yeah, exactly. I mean, let's just be honest. That's my family. They're not going to do this with me. So, no, I feel like not. this would be an amazing deck for you to take to one of these sorts of events, like a reenactment yeah. event, like especially because the miners are pips and like everything has fans and stuff. Like every all the anyway, I'm just excited about That's that. That's a good idea. And yeah, so I feel like this fun. is definitely, and especially if you're into, like, Jane Austen reenactments, stuff like that, because I even looked into doing that at one point. Like, Do they have those in the United States? Yes, they do. They do. There's lots of Austenites in the U.S. That's true. It, it's not just in, a, in the U.K. Anyway. How about so, Korea? Are there yeah. a lot of Jane Austen reenactments in <laughs> the, Korea? I, I feel like she's not really even well known here. So, well, I'm sure she <laughs> is to a point, but when you say Pride and Prejudice, it's just not a thing. So or Mr. Darcy no one knows Mr. Darcy (laughs) what a shame I know So anyway, and I loved uh not Lost in Austin. That was a different miniseries. What was it? Austin Land is like my favorite romantic comedy because it's yeah. So relatable because she wants to dress up in period clothing for like an entire week of her life. And that is totally me. <laughs> relatable. That's all I so yes. So that is my dream and this deck fulfills that dream, part of that dream for me. Like I love it. Yeah. So I'm I would that's how I would use it in my dreamland. So you should talk to
0: Jenny about the reenactment though. Because, that's true. Yeah.
1: But, she but, but am I going to have just like a one woman reenactment in Korea? Like, is that how it's going to be yeah, like me in a corset a and a puffy idea. skirt? Is that, is that Perfect. how it's going to work?
0: I think that that sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that people would just think that you were an old lady witch. Like That's you're true. gonna like steal their children and bake them That's into true. bread if you walk <laughs> around in like period clothing from the nineteen hundred from That's the nineteenth century. They're like, uh, Baba I'm Yaga, I'm what are you God. doing?
1: Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> Okay. So what are your favorite cards? Because I need to know your favorite cards immediately. Oh, my
0: God. Well, so first of all, I narrowed it down to seven. And then I just cut two more because I wanted to be a little bit more manageable. Oh, well, I
1: had narrowed it down to 11 and then just cut down to seven. So I'm still somehow have more cards than you do.
0: It's okay. I love it. Well, maybe I'll pull out my other two
1: then if you're yeah. Well, no, I lost them and I can't remember what they are now. Okay. Okay.
0: So Ah, uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of overlaps. Yeah, if there's overlaps I won't talk
1: about those too much. I'll just refer okay. to Okay.
0: Well, unless all of them are overlaps,
1: but Except I for really my love two. the magician. The magician, yes.
0: Because I think that's a really good example of her like cutting together a lot of different images to create the one that's appropriate for the major arcana. Yes. Because it's just very unlikely that there was already an image of this woman standing in front of a banquet table with all of these things. Yes. And she was like thoughtful enough to not to make it so subtle. Like the reticule yes. is like tucked behind her. It's yes. not, like all of it's just like laying on the ground. Like look at all these shots. And shit the, the table
1: I love point. that the table's kind of behind her so it's more like demure and not like the magician who has has his stuff spread on the front of the table. That's yeah. what I kind of like. That it's that she's kind of the magician taking. So that was one of my favorite cards too. So I shall put that it's one to the super side. Super cute.
0: Um, and then I also well, should I just go in order? Yeah, that's probably the easiest. bet. I, I mean, I talked about this when I w- did a walkthrough on my Instagram. But I fucking love strength. Oh yeah, I love that she's looking in a mirror and seeing the lion. That just makes me feel like emotional. Yeah, and I remember when she sh- when Jenny showed us this card and I was like. Are you fucking kidding me? That's because it just is so thing. fantastic, yeah. and I love the sort of juxtaposition of it being like this Regency kind of like demure, like dainty lady who's a lion on the inside, yeah. And like how that must have been so common because yeah. there, and we and in romance novels set in this time period. The ones I like anyway, they're always like badass chicks who just right. happen to also be in the Regency era. And I think that it's really important to remember that there since there are really cool badasses now who Mm -hmm. are like, you know, bucking the status quo and stuff like that. That's always been a thing that people did. Yeah. And so I just think that it's so nice to be reminded of like these really, really cool, strong people who lived kind of before their time. Yeah. And had all this lion energy within them um and then next i'll do the hermit because it's just a woman reading on a bench which oh is yes super relatable <laughs> exactly <laughs> i just feel like that is the ideal hermit if you ask me yes and then the devil because she looks so fucking fun i
1: love this devil so she's so wearing much.
0: like a red like ermine lined coat <laughs> and she just looks like live and like sassy i, I love, love her, her.
1: And her nose, her nose is the best part. I feel like her nose is like, it's so dainty, but also like it expresses so much in her little nose. Yeah, she
0: just looks so expressive. I fucking love her. And then also the tower because oh yeah, it's just like she knocked some shit off a table, which also just is so great. And I think that that's one of the reasons that I really love this deck is that there's like a subtlety mm-hmm. to all these huge concepts. There's like the subtlety of like you know what would a tower moment be like when Mm -hmm. you're trying to think about the regency era like it's so funny to think about it just being somebody making like a huge faux pas yeah rather than like an actual disaster yeah and
1: so that makes me really happy too i love that one too
0: okay what about yours that's that's oh wow okay you're done
1: okay so three of the overlaps were just in case the magician strength for the same reasons i love the strength card because it's the The line in the mirror is just so meaningful. I, like, cried yeah. when we, I read heard that from Jenny. And then the yeah. devil, because the devil's just... I love her. the devil so She's just so cool. <laughs> She's so cool. Um, the next cards... I'm not going in order because I'm too lazy to go in order. Is... I love the death card. because Partially yeah. because of what kind of Jenny told us about death. Because I didn't realize... Because I, did, I read Regency read Romance novels, but I didn't get the subtlety of death and what that means for a woman in that time. Where wow. it's like it's not a negative life change necessarily because now she's more free. She has more money and death kind of brings positive change in her life or possibly positive yeah. change. I mean, I'm not saying that she murdered her husband. I'm not saying she didn't either, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> there's just no way to know. There's no way to know. <laughs> so, but to me, I like that because there's not a lot of death cards that kind of have that subtlety expressed with, like making something positive so I think that's something yeah. special that since we knew that information to me that made the card a little more special yeah. it's that it's not like doom and gloom your life is changing from the worst blah blah, blah. like he would usually yeah. think death
0: yeah and so. there's like there's components to that because yeah I'm sure that there's also sadness and gloom but at the same time what comes out of that ends up being positive
1: and that's kind of like why I love that it's a grieving widow mm-hmm. I do too and then my, the next card is the moon. I love, uh, my p- favorite color is purple. So I love her lavender dress. Yeah. And the fact that she has a t- like a little telescope in her hand that and she's on the water side. So I feel like that's like totally <sighs> me. So good. I know it's so good. <laughs> and then um, temperance, because I think it's really interesting. She found the balance of the two cups, typically yeah. two cups with a tea, like a teaspoon and the cup itself. So I thought that was yeah. a really cute, like detail that kind of represents the balance between the temperance. Or the water and the temperance card, typically. And then my only, my favorite, my only favorite, or our only favorite, like non-major arcana card, is uh, the Duchess of Fans because I just adore her gown and her cape yes. and her coat. It's just so beautiful. So that's so like that's a the totally Queen of Swords. Duchess of Fans is the yeah Swords yeah Queen of Swords Queen of Swords yeah yeah
0: that's awesome yeah two of my other two of the ones that I just cut as favorites were also court cards court cards okay. But I don't remember which ones. So, yeah. But I also do think that it's worth noting that the, a lot of the court cards also have, like, really beautiful, subtle moments yes. to illustrate, like, the vibe of that card. Yes. It's yes. just
1: really cool. It just seems, like, so thoughtfully done and mm-hmm. well laid out. And, like, it's just awesome. It's, especially reusing, like, historical images. It's hard to kind of sometimes fit, like a, like, a square peg into a round hole. Like that's how it kind of feels, but especially the way that Jenny kind of shared with us, like how organic this kind of became. And she would just kind of go over images and then repeatedly thinking how she could kind of encapsulate, encapsulate, there you go, these archetypes. And then one would kind of picture would kind of bring itself to her. So I definitely feel like this was like a labor of love and just something just amazing. So we're so proud of you. It's super fun to
0: see other people use it too, but it's just, it's awesome. It and is. Also, go read some Tessa Dare if you're interested in Regency romance novels. Okay. If you want to hear about these people being, these women being like super cool badasses in a time where like society didn't really appreciate that, like how
1: weird. I'm so glad so much has changed. <laughs> and Courtney Milan, right, too. I think. Courtney, yeah, Courtney, Courtney Milan and Tessa Dare
0: are two of my favorites. Sarah McLean is really fantastic and she also has a really great podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of really that era. I think that like that era is where people get the bodice rippery stuff, but the books that have been written in the last, like, I want to say maybe even 10 years Mm -hmm. have not been that way as much. You can still find them, but I think that it's definitely more... They're definitely more aware of, like, autonomy and, like, the women having a lot of control over their situations, or at least the story is about them trying to fight for control or whatever. But, yeah, Courtney Milan, Tessa Dare, Sarah McLean, uh, Kath Sebastian does a lot of, like, queer Regency stuff, so she's really worth reading.
1: Um,
0: And sorry,
1: I have a lot of thoughts about this. It's okay. That's totally fine. I'm here for it because I'm, like, writing notes here, even though I've read some Tessa Dare and Courtney Milan and other things. So. Yeah, because
0: did you read the Spindle Cove one, yes. all of them? I haven't read I mean, all of them.
1: Yeah. I read the your favorite, the one you recommended. The yeah, first one was the was first the one? Third one? Third one, third, third I, one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Maybe I'll reread those. <laughs> Birthday present to myself. Yes. Okay, so now are we ready? I've shuffled, like, five, Well, this, like, for five minutes now. So we're yeah. now going to draw a card to represent our relationship with the deck.
0: All right.
1: I got the High Priestess. Oh. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. No pressure, Esther. No pressure, Esther. I got the Four of Candles, which is the Four of Wands. Oh, this is the happiness deck. This is yeah. telling me to go on the road and dress up in my Regency part. Like, costume. Yeah. Yep. Time for it's you to be a reenactor. This podcast is now officially over. Esther has other shit she needs to do. I'm a terror reenactor. Invite me to your parties. It's just going to take me a couple hours to get there. So... Can you pick me is the closest airport? At least you're not being
0: mailed, like, for That's 14 true. days through the Siberian, like, wilderness, Peninsula. the way that all of your tarot decks seem to be. Oh, my gosh. All right. And then next week, we're going to be talking about the Borderless writer waite smith And also, it's going to be the second
1: installment of A Good Place to Start. Yeah, because I feel like we need to build upon, like, our foundation. So, yeah. Yeah, Totally. So we'll do more
0: of that next week. And that's our show. Don't forget to email us your questions. We will take any life questions or questions that you have about tarot. And you can email us at wildlytarotpodcast at gmail.com or message us on Podcast on Instagram.
1: Also, tell your friends about us and rate and review us. It helps us grow and it really makes us happy.
0: Yeah. And this episode is airing on my actual birthday. And so please...
1: Please.
0: It would make me so happy to get some just, really If you say just birthdays. happy
1: birthday in the comments, we'll know I mean we'll know the date anyway, but just saying. <laughs> just say happy birthday in the comments to Holly. It'll make her a whole entire week.
0: I love birthdays. Also also you can follow us on Instagram for pictures of the decks we're using. Or join our Facebook community by searching
1: Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also, surprise, surprise, we post bonus context context. Oh my gosh. We put po- we post bonus <laughs> That's content. Too on patreon including moon minutes and a bunch of other crap so if you support us on a at the full (laughs) yeah
0: that's true though (laughs) moon minutes and a bunch of other crap (laughs) Uh,
1: sorry if you support us at full level or higher you can access all of it and you can find us at patreon.com slash wiley tarot podcast And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you. (laughs) We love you and all your crap. All your crap.